Hi, I'm Michael. And I'm Michael. And I'm Michael. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Michael. 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 <laughs> in 1987 we got the lost boys uh and it's a, a peter pan spinoff where all of the lost boys from peter pan uh, are now vampires <laughs> and they that's true no that's true it's kind of true uh, it was based on true. that originally so Kiefer Sutherland leads this all-star cast. Um, the two Corys, of course. Alex Winter from Bill and Ted is mm-hmm. in it. Uh, some other folks. Hennerman? Yeah, Jason Patrick. Oh, the mom. What's the mom's name? She's Diane Weech. Weech. She's won like West. three o- two Oscars. She's great, man. She's yeah. And actually, the, um, the, uh, the other guy, the head vampire guy is... Um, uh, what's his name? Kiefer. He was in a bunch of... No, 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 no the no, one no. with the, the Oh, Max. yeah. He, uh, Herman something. Yeah, Herman. He, Edward Herman dead now rip but and tim capello like the beach concert star the rip guy playing the saxophone okay what the fuck was going on in the 80s this movie makes the 80s seem like everyone was a freak and i want to be at that concert more than anything it looked like the best time i uh, so when this movie was yeah. being shot they got about two thousand locals who volunteered to be in all the scenes in this movie and it was like such a mix of people they loved it, so they. Got but like, look at the opening. Everyone, like, of course, they're like uh, that song. Fucking what's the song? I can't remember. Strange, strange. Yeah, people like when you're strange. What? Yeah. So everyone <laughs> is fucking strange, right? Like, yeah. uh, totally strange. But that guy looked like Ska Danzig. Like he was fucking crazy. <laughs> Ska Danzig. Well, that's how he we, was ripping it on the sax, though. Like yeah. singing and then like blasting the sax. That's how we should. I was so into it. We should talk about the movie because the beginning of the movie has a, a great song with the the children or whatever singing, and the, then it goes into um, the introducing the vampires, yeah. and they almost get kicked off the boardwalk. Or they get kicked off the boardwalk because they're being dicks. Yep. Kiefer and his boys. And then uh, the security guard who kicked him off gets like attacked and then his door gets ripped off and then the, the People Are Strange song starts. Great mm-hmm. opening with music and establishing things. Yeah, no, it's totally good. It's a really smart way of opening the movie because you establish there's something fucked up going on and you establish Kiefer and his gang. And the and, music is fucking oh, fitting. The music's great. And then the, I lo- I've always loved that song, Strange. It's like uh, my bef- bef- definitely my favorite Doors song when anyway. you're a stranger. So I think this movie was like big in certain crowds when it came out i've never seen it before this is my first time seeing what and it so would have been crazy. It would that have is been, insane but it would have been because i never it's kind of like me being Corey Haim, where i don't read vamp i don't read horror comics i never watched horror movies this is my this is my childhood i saw this movie probably a hundred times me too uh, this wow. is i grew up with so this i'm, over I'm coming the years. at this with a fresh perspective and that's interesting so joel actually. schumacher directed this and i think this is like a, a baby finding his dick for the first time where joel schumacher found out that you could do helicopter shots yeah he did because <laughs> oh, yeah. holy fuck i got motion sickness in the opening of this movie because like reference. you're coming up on the goddamn boardwalk and then you're flying over things and then you're flying over the security guy i love the helicopter shots though <clears throat> and yeah, I, I thought for the first people. while that they weren't vampires they were just like magic balloon people that suck people up into the sky. They're all drones. Yeah. 
Well, that's a, that's interesting that you thought that, but I love really love the, the his use of the helicopter shots. I like the the clouds and stuff, the way he shoots through the clouds and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I I felt like he really he used that a lot, but he incorporated it throughout the whole movie. Or when they go into the cave and stuff Those like that. Those crane shots coming down yeah. make yeah. you so uncomfortable. Like it works so much better than just like the because it's it's not typical that you're yeah. doing that, right? I, I, Especially for vampire movies. Like I do love horror movies, always have loved horror movies. And like this, like coming down, like vampires usually, they're like, they can fly in different stuff or whatever, but you don't often see them attack from the sky. And you know yeah. who did the secondary music or the composed music in this movie? It was Newman, Thomas fucking baby. Newman, which, you, and this is so different from any music I've ever heard him make. Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's almost, uh, I, I, I can't describe what it is, but like when they, when they're driving in the car to go get the vampire, well, let's not, let's not go off the rails. So anyways, the opening is great where they're, they have, they're establishing them coming. They're moving to Santa Cruz. I love this sign that says murder capital of the world on the back of it. And he notices that. Yeah. And then like Brent was saying, all the shots of the people who are punk and, uh, their clothing and stuff like that. And the boardwalk. What? So the, the mo <laughs> <laughs> Just There's so, so many things here. So Diane Weiss, Diane Weiss, their their mom, um, she's super jazzed to be moving to this murder capital of the world. And I thought if she if her character had been established as like a social services worker, because yeah. they pull up somewhere and she sees ki kids eating out of a dumpster, and she just tells Corey Haim, she's like, go go give those kids some money for food. And I was like, what? And then she's like, just like super jazzed to be here, and mm -hmm. and doesn't seem to care that this is actually a place where nobody nobody should want to live i got i got the more the impression when she talks to her dad that she's trying to be super optimistic for the boys well when they ask the grandpa and then he's like he's like yeah <laughs> like let's just say like if all the people that have been fucking murdered here were standing up and alive today we'd have a hell of a population problem yeah she has no choice but it's to not move. even a, it's not even a bit hidden no it's not even a bit hidden but and she, and whether she had a choice or not i like she's fucked right she had to move in with her dad because she has no money and she has two kids well she left her husband yeah and so like she's i feel like she's trying to make the best of it even max mentions it to her like later that she's like a good-hearted special person even though we you know special find out better. later that he wants to bite the shit out of her but well, he wants to make her his family. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Sweet. so I felt like her character didn't seem... Un Do you think she seemed unbelievable to you? I don't know. It just... It, it was mishandled. I wish we had a scene more of her conflict on, on not really wanting to be moving here. Like if she had confided in someone early, like, oh, I don't really want to be here, but I have to and we have to look strong for the boys. I got like that. a scene with her dad or something. Otherwise, I was just like... It was a scene with her dad, though. Didn't she say... I don't think anything like that made me... Nothing that made it justify why she was so fucking happy to be moving to the murder capital of the world. I think she does make a comment, though, later about, like, leaving her husband and stuff. And I think you get the impression That's that it's kind of a... It's kind of like a they had to do this. Yeah, she said she let she talks to her son about leaving the dad. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, this is one of the reasons I had to leave your dad is because he didn't support me or whatever the fuck. He would never go downtown. Do yeah, you know what that's like after twenty years, mommy. But it was also <laughs> the idea that she had uh, rather move to the murder. Capital. Everybody else was negative, and she was positive about it. Even her father yeah. was a very negative person, and I feel like she was trying to put the positive spin on everything all she's the time. She's a super well, soft mom, but she's like one of those like super positive, like just always trying to do the bright side. She found that kid, and she tried to help him find his mom and stuff. Yeah, which I also laughed at that just because if that happened today, like that mom would then sue 
Diane Weist for kidnapping her kid <laughs> yeah. to sue the store for doing whatever. Probably. And then, say, and then people would sue her for being a delinquent mom. And what do you think of the boys then? Because the, uh, this is the first time you saw What do you think of Corey and uh, his brother? Yeah, Corey's, not, a, Michael, Corey's a really Michael, interesting Michael. dresser. Uh, yeah. And Michael is your typical 80s kid who... Long hair. Not angsty. allowed to smile. <clears throat> he's actually super fucking creepy in the concert when he sees that chick he likes. Oh, yeah. And he turns around and he's like staring at her like, I need those breastuses in my mouth. <laughs> and then she like looks at him directly and he like gets this weird creepy smile. And then when she like quickly turns to walk away, he's like, must chase vagina. <laughs> It was nice to see for me because I, I saw that I'm not the only one with that technique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the super creep. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so the kids, I don't know, like, um, what's his name? Is it Jason Patrick? Yeah. Michael? That guy. Yeah, the guy who Michael. plays Michael. Michael. Fine. Michael. I guess, I guess Michael. they're fine. Michael. Yeah. It's fucking so weird they say that so much. Suck my ass I don't. <laughs> so I, I guess he then meets the Lost Boys and the Lost... It's the story gets convoluted in how he gets quote unquote welcomed into their group. Like if you wanted to be more unappealing to welcome someone into your group, you would watch the Lost Boys and then act like that to someone on both ends of the spectrum. Because Michael knows that this chick is with this blonde haired dude and then tries to whisk her away in front of them and then punches the guy in the face, <laughs> goes on a bike ride with them. What the fuck is with all the motorcycle shit in this that is so obviously people standing <laughs> off like in the dark just holding fucking lights, but they have the rev, rev, rev. And their whole chase scene, <laughs> their whole chase scene where they're going up to this point to stop dangerously close and, and jack the fight between the two guys um, is so badly done. <laughs> obviously just on a sound screen with a black background and they're putting fans in their hair that doesn't match the speed they're trying to emulate. <laughs> it's so trashy. It looks like fucking garbage. It's really bad. I don't hate it. Really bad. I didn't, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't even notice. I didn't notice oh either. Oh my god. I never even noticed. Talk any about of those it. Me, details. I was like, they're under the boardwalk. Now they're on the fucking planes. Oh, Cliff. They, I never saw this weird. They cut it. With the flashlights. They tried to. I'm cut not it. saying he's wrong. I just didn't notice. No, they tried oh, to cut either. it interestingly with the actual from away things. I was like. Just have them be safe for one. There is a scene where Kiefer Sutherland gets on his bike and pulls away from the boardwalk and drives away and it's actually him. And there's like 50 people within like two or three feet of his bike while he's pulling away. And I'm like, they'd never let that happen. In Why did you today. say have them be safe? What do you mean? Be they should have wear helmets is what I was thinking in my head. And if they had had all the characters put helmets on when they drive away, then you could have had a really interesting bike chase scene because you could have used stuntmen and you would never have known You'd except that like, was the 80s and they would have looked like a bunch of pansy of asses. course they they all have to be tough but they're not the like back then were super shitty yeah looking. so instead yeah. what yeah, we get is the stunt drivers from away and then all the up close stuff is just like <sighs> blowing his hair to make it look like he's going <sighs> <sighs> I, fuck I, it. it's it's horrible i, I was like this I, is trash i gotta go back and watch because i didn't notice oh it. man it's I laughable hate, i didn't yeah i didn't notice either yeah um, here's another thing. So there's a scene after Michael drinks the blood and he's like all gung ho to be a part of this group that he, he hates these people. He just wants friends. He just wants to bang the chick. Well, he's, he's alone. He's lonely. I know, but it, like, there's nothing at all endearing about the group of people. He's no, they're, they're douchebags, but like, would you rather be enemies with those guys yes. or friends? He wanted to be enemies. He wanted to fight the guy. He punched him. He's like, just you and me, just you and me. Well, it's cause the guy like almost killed him, but yeah, he tried to drive him off the cliff. Well, I don't think he did that. Like he did. Chicken. To, no, no. Because he could have stopped at any time and just be like. He didn't know that that's what they were doing. They were all rolling. He was like on a bike ride with them, which fucking happens. 
it bikers like have bikers so you have something in common you want to go for a bike ride you're like bike ride with us and then you bike ride competition and then you end up bike riding accidentally to a cliff you notice <laughs> they don't notice that's how they're fucking vetting their crew they, did, they gotta fucking know did I he thought, always have a bike michael yeah, yeah did he, he go had, out he was go. riding it into this town yeah he was chasing the car with it he was at the beginning the of the movie he pulls his bike out and he bikes back to the grandpa's house for the first time okay yes, following so the i car. missed that i thought he went out and bought a bike because he saw the chick on the bike no rescue. his bike's shitty too it's like a shitty dirt bike okay yeah well they all had shitty dirt bikes oh did they because he was so. like i can't keep up with your bike and he's like i know he's like i can't beat your I bike can't beat you and yeah he's like, just have to keep up but i felt like that was good because it was like a they were like you know like you want to bike with us. Brent's right. I would have been like, it's I guess. It's the cool crowd, man. You like, uh, like you but, would want to be part of that. Those guys are all his people. Like if they weren't vampires, that would be his crowd. Like, look at them. Yeah. They were obviously like the cool dick fucking smoker kids, whatever. The kings of the boardwalk who wore the leather kings of the boardwalk. and yeah. smoked cigarettes. And like, <laughs> they, maybe they did some crimes. Well, they, they definitely, some petty crime. listen to the cure. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen to the cure a lot. Yeah. Maybe oh, it's because I don't have the connection to the eighties with this movie in my youth that I was just like, these guys are all, cause all douchebags. Cause if you were friends with those guys, then no one would fuck with you. But if you're enemies, then you just get beat up on a daily basis. So there you go. I would have liked to see Michael get beat up on a daily basis to be forced to go join this group of assholes then they're gonna instead hold of just immediately open. trying to fight them and trying to steal the guy's girl and then trying to fight them again and then being like i'll drink your blood see i got the impression that michael came from like a similar group where he came from because he seems to be that guy already like michael seems like a vampire from a different place that got teleported here and then he found like his brethren once again a better story than what we were presented well that's what i felt like that's what i felt like was presented i felt like michael was very obviously like a similar type of person and that he just thought he was like getting in with this crowd and they were dicks but that's how they are like you ever fucking hang with the cool crowd they're all dicks <laughs> it's true they think they're better than everybody else and they're like on the outside their fringe or whatever yeah that's still i'm they sure they still have to have some endearing today. quality though to pull you in oh those guys had like none. save them from a fight or hot chick with them that's yeah. endearing enough yeah hot chick yeah yeah that's, i mean if you're joining a group of people to steal the hot chick well, above average chick from the lead guy <laughs> in the group you're trying to join. That's not a good reason to join the group. I disagree. You know the fuck type of torture I'd go through for a hot chick? If she's hot enough, you could put needles through me. <laughs> um, I didn't find that unbelievable. but And they, they set up him drinking the blood by, by them tricking him. Pressure. No, they tricked him with the they, noodles yeah. and then the, the maggots with the rice. So when she goes, Michael, it's blood. He's like, you're fucking with me again. Yeah, I'm going like, to prove that, that I got the fucking metal to hang out yeah, here. Yeah, that's fine. And like by that point, it's obvious he's doing what it takes. To join the group. Yeah. They're like, do you want to get drunk with us? And he's like, but not going to be a do, loser. They also do just enough of like... Like, they'll be a dick, but then there's, like, a moment where they're like, no, no, no. Like, be you one know, of us. you're okay. Eat the worms. Be one of us. And then he feels, like, a little bit warm. And then, they're, yeah, because he's, like, offering him food. And then he's like, hey, do you like the fucking maggots? And he's like, ah, maggots. And he throws it down. It's like, oh, it's rice. And he's like, hmm, weird. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> he's like, normal. eating worms. And he's like, don't eat that. And then he picks it. He's like, oh, it's just noodles. Like, you know, they're sharing. And then the chick was, like, defending him. She was like, leave him alone. Leave Michael alone leave him alone <laughs> yeah. and then they and then they give him the wine and it looks like but it's wine it's in a 
wine bottle. I so, mean, the texture would definitely be different. Yeah, you'd be able to taste the saltiness. Okay. But <laughs> he's not drinking wine all the time. So then here, here's, a, here's another question that was perplexing. Do the Lost Boys want Michael as part of their group? Or yeah. as, as it's later indicated, was he just to be the victim for the hot chick? He was to be her first. That was confusing and for then, me this time. And then what happens if she bites him? Does he die? Does he become a different type of vampire that is not from drinking someone else's blood? I don't understand the vampire rules oh, in this. No, I got the impression that they kind of wanted him. Like maybe at first he was supposed to be, you know. Yeah, but just then whatever his bike racing and face punching, they were like, nah, yeah, they were like, no, no, us. this guy's fucking cool. I got the reverse. So to, and once again, this never established, but I think they wanted him to become one of them and expand their group. But when he was resistant to killing people, they were like, well, we'll, we'll let Star or whatever kill him. Star. Be his first victim, right? Because mm-hmm. he's not he's not getting with the program. So fuck him. She can she can kill him. Oh, interesting. That, but once not again, really. that's never established. But like that, just with the order of the details, that's what I would have assumed. Yeah, and then they have the missing kid who's on the milk cr- uh, carton. How's that kid controlling they himself? Just, he was crazy. Yeah, and later on, they like just leave the kid in a locked room. The kid can bust through the bottom of a bed, and they're like, we'll just leave him in the room until later when everything's over. Yeah, what did they do? They put him under the bed? I read somewhere that they, they, they half-turned that kid to be a companion for Star. But whatever, <laughs> whatever, don't care. Yeah, I don't get that. I, n- I never questioned why that kid was there. I just thought, he, I don't just know. Just vampire stuff is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> to just be sim- honest. Just simple vampire. Vampires always doing evil, weird shit. Like, what, like, I can't fucking put my mind in the vampire mind. Like, what am I all of a sudden, you know? So, so that's, that's an interesting point is that I guess when this movie wrapped, I, I thought a few things about ways it could have gone that would have been better uh, or different. And there were lots of them. Um, and one of the ways would have been to focus more on these Lost Boy, like how they were just a, a, a fucked up experiment, how the, the master vampire started to turn these young men, but their minds were warped because it happened too young. And so they don't act appropriately. I don't know. Fuck. I got that out of that, though, because he kept too. telling them that they are misbehaving all the time. My boys are misbehaving. Yeah, but he was like. He had his, they were his family. He called, he called them his, his boys. boys. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But so they're like juvenile delinquents mm-hmm. who he, he had turned into vampires. And but that's were, what he wanted. But they were out of control though. Like, and he, he wanted them to be, he didn't want them to expose themselves. Well, there's like, it's his coven, right? Uh, weak sauce. Could have, could have been so. a lot better. Could okay, have been well, but better. so what did you think then? I think this is just more of watching Johnny see it for the first time. It's interesting that yeah. he, with no, with him having no, in, like um well and he's also not a horror movie person he's like already stated, this isn't so. a horror movie by the way so now i don't even know what this would be called actually. sure why not not a ho- i don't think it's a horror why it's got vampires and they're eating people all the time and well, fucking, well i mean it's it's not like jump scares and all the rest of it but i guess i mean if ghostbusters was called a horror movie how the fuck is this not i don't think ghostbusters is a horror movie ghostbusters was. Was a, a comedy for no me, but, but there was like it, it was a what the it was. I read that they were like talking about it being a horror movie. Huh. What's well, about ghosts? I guess if you got to put a broad spectrum on it, because there are vampires and some blood horror. Movie. I wouldn't. No. Well, Kiefer Sutherland bites the top of a bald guy's head. So and blood flies out. That was pretty fucking sick. Oh yeah. What did you think of the gore and the violence then? Yeah. Whatever. It, it took a <laughs> long time. Like the initial stuff, just coming down and people flying up into the sky. I I was like weird. That's weird. And I mean, then it was that weird one that the scene where they killed the, enough to rip his door off. Yeah, 
Yeah, right? I understand how the vampires are strong enough to rip a door off, but not the guy holding on. Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. I never thought about that. But he was a big boy, though. So he was a big boy. Maybe he's got them big sausage fingers and they got jammed in the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's used maybe. to, um, to grab And then what about when they kill the uh, weird couple, the, the punk couple? They, like, rip the convertible top off. And oh, yeah. The, okay, so that yeah. chick is, I want to read what she's reading. Because she is hysterically laughing while that guy tries to fuck her. She was reading Archie comics, is from what I saw. I thought maybe it was Mad Magazine, but whatever it was, was fucking... She was like... <laughs> it is pretty funny and to watch. Like, Stop trying to fuck me. Stop trying to fuck me. I'm reading this hilarious thing. It is funny to watch Archie try and bang both those chicks. That's I've a... never read a comic. No comic <laughs> that made me laugh out loud like that well no but she was she had the mind of a five-year-old but anyway clearly um all all told all the flying away ripping the car away stuff was not effective for me we haven't um, even talked about the uh introduction the to other the other the brothers yeah the, the what the frog brothers yeah the frog brothers edgar and alan yeah the frogs so how oh. the fuck how do they know so much about vampires and it's obvious they've never actually encountered one well, because they've seen all the stuff. It's the same as the grandpa on the end. He's like, one thing I never did like uh, about this that, town is I, all I the vampires. I was not going to talk about that. Everybody knows, though. Later. It seems like all the locals know about it at the at You would the... have to. There's a lot of people dying. Like, look at how many people so die in vampires? a short span of time. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the people know. These kids would know. The grandpa would know. It seems like probably there's a lot of society that would turn their head to yeah, that type of thing. Local law enforcement probably thinks it's not vampires. But, but people that are already a little out of the norm would probably be and, like the more conspiracy-minded. And I think that Edgar and Allen, and this is once again, I, I've seen this I movie a bunch. I Edgar and Allen. But I, uh, I think that, I feel like they, they want to talk bigger about how they're vampire killers. Are yeah. they tough? But they're not. Yeah. So, but, but they are, like, are showing off to the Corey to try and make themselves feel cooler. But right. then when they actually, they have to go through with it, it's, you know, it get, go, shit goes bad because they, they aren't like these cool vampire killers. They're just two kids. They pretty much are though. Yeah. Well, well they, I mean, they, they know all vampires. the stuff, but they'd never actually done it. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking is they'd never actually done it. They've probably never actually seen a vampire. And so they handle it all very well. well. Like they could have been pulled up to a point by Corey Haim or, and, or they pull him along with their craziness and then killed an actual person and be like, uh-oh, there's no such thing as vampires. <laughs> but it, but That's they, where I felt like something like that was The first one going. they kill is hanging from the roof, sleeping during the daylight, so they know he's fucking not a normal person. It's Bill. Yeah. And then Bill. it's great, though, when they kill him and the other ones freak out because you see their reaction and they're like, ah, ah, yeah. let's get the fuck out of here. Well, the, yeah, they're they're like, fuck it. this, Bill fuck also, this. like, goos all over them. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Bill's so, been saving that load. But they know, for me, they, <laughs> they knew too much about it for obviously having no experience in dealing the with things it. They Even if they had heard rumors, they knew way too much specific stuff. And apparently, well, because they wrote reading... this comic and drew all the fucking art themselves. They did? And, I didn't know that was well, theirs. Well, their number is either. on the fucking back of the comic. In pen or something. Yeah, though. but like someone had to have done that that knew a lot. Because they're like, this is a training manual. And everything that's in this book is actually what vampires are. I think they were all yeah, the but cliches. They, it proves that they're wrong on some stuff. Like they're reading these comics and stuff for their source material, but it proves that they're, they don't know everything. I guess later. the garlic. Yeah, they were wrong about well, the and garlic. That, and the master vampire comes in and they try all that stuff and it doesn't work. And he's like, don't you know you're like, you're powerless if you invite me in. Like, and so like it goes over, like they, they, they try their best to prepare themselves with all the, all the literature yeah. that they can. Yeah. Right. 
and then it shows that they're right about some stuff, wrong about some stuff, but it's a learning curve. I mean, you're hunting vampires. And the stuff that they talk about, it's super cliche. It's, it's like something obvious that stuff. everybody like, knows about vampires, right? The, the These are the top 10, like, cliche. Yeah, van- from so the it's 1800s, not like you would have geniuses. No, I'll give you that. And yeah. I also, I, all the stuff with the master vampire where they think it's him and then it doesn't look like he is. And when did you, did you know it was him the whole time? Uh, I suspected because I knew his character. Yeah. Um, and then once they said it, it was him, I was going to be pissed if it was him. But then when they brought you away from him, I, I was like, okay, this is actually clever. And then I'm like, watch it comes back. And then I was watching this with Nat, my, my partner, and she said, uh, the dogs will be able to spot vampires. And I was like, okay, you're on. And, and of course they did. Um, but you can also tell, um, they give it away in that scene where he's, it's like the motorbikes are like revving up and he's standing there. And then the, and the fact that he's not dead yeah. after that scene that that told tell, tells you everything you I need to know. I thought so too. I felt like they gave that away. They should have never had that scene. That's a no, dumb scene. But he now. has a familiar and stuff like that. Like I love all that stuff. Like as a as a fucking nerd for this shit. Like I love that he has the dog and the dog is like his fucking animal familiar protects his house and all that shit. Uh, hellhound. The white wolf. What did shit. you think of when he's in the bathtub and he's singing and his brother tries to attack him and then the dog bites his brother and stuff? I yeah, love that. That was fine. That yeah. was actually not bad. Yeah, but like the relationship between him and his brother and, and he's always talking about his brother. <laughs> yeah. Making jokes about him and stuff. Yeah. I always like all that stuff. I always look at this through the lens of me and my brother because it's like, I, I like it's like the same thing except for they obviously get along way better than me and my brother did at this age. But um, when he's like trying to attack him and kill him and stuff like that, like you guys fucking have brothers. You've probably seen the same <laughs> thing. You're like, fucking how would it be if my brother did that? Probably the same. Yeah. Or when his brother's flying outside the... It's weird. The one thing I found was weird is when he couldn't control that he was flying and stuff. Yeah, and he actually... It looks like he actually pulls himself out the window. Yeah. And then I was like, why would you do that? You're safe like against the ceiling inside. But But he's like opening the window and pulling himself out. But I like that scene. That happened while he was sleeping. My (laughs) thought was how many guys are like turn into a vampire, go to sleep in a field, and then wake up like near the sun. Yeah. And you're like, how did I get up here? Yeah. I can't fucking figure <laughs> I, out I also like, though, when he's on the phone, Corey Hume's on the phone with the mom, and all of a sudden he looks out the window, his brother's there, and he's like, oh, oh my God, he's going to kill me. He's yeah. going to kill me. And his yeah. mom was like, oh my God. And she like throws the phone down. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And then he talks him to bringing him in to okay. the house. He's like, I'm your brother, Sam. So now we need, I need to segue into something else around this movie. Okay. And, and that is that it's, it's it's very serious when it's dude trying to get the chick and all the stuff with the Lost Boys are all doing fucked up things and it's very serious. And then when you get to the Corys, their stuff is sillier, um, much sillier. And what I was hoping for, um, if you were ever to remake this movie, is that it would focus on that silly aspect more. Like I wish this movie had been about the two Corys and Edgar and Allen and, and the other Cory try like finding out there's a vampire problem and bumbling their way through solving it. I wish the whole movie had been about that and much less of the lost boys except as bad guy characters. Cause any, you spend a lot of time with them, even though there's not a lot of words said and I fucking hate them all. There's nothing redeeming. So they could have just been your boilerplate evil vampires that kill people. And if the movie had been more of the slapstick humor with the legs fro- floating in front of the window and all the bumbling in the in the cave when they're trying to like find the dudes and then when they stab at it, there's like so much over the top gore and stuff like that. That's what I wish the movie was. And instead, there was just so much other creepy, stupid shit of like long drawn out close ups of Keith or Sutherland's poorly made up face. 
and then smiling and then frowning and then there was a lot of vampire close-ups but i could not disagree more about the slapsticky stuff i wish it had all been that because that's that stuff actually made me smile but because this was the two-tiered movie all of it failed it's just levity thrown in to balance the darkness because there is a lot of darkness and the vampire close-up stuff i mean obviously that stuff is probably wouldn't stick around if a movie was made today yeah like le- levity sorry levity levity yes i would have appreciated to balance with that stuff but when your levity is like naked gun slapstick oh i didn't find doesn't it fit that type of slapstick you really his like fucking that? legs hanging out the window holding on by a phone cord that's like silly as shit He's, I mean, he's... That scene was kind of serious, His body is, like, floating away, and he's holding onto that phone, like, trying not to... Like, he's just a vampire. Like, how would you know how to fly instantly? Just because you're fucking levitating, all of a sudden you know all of your powers? Like, that's not the way it is. Vampires have to be taught how to use It's not just that, though. It's, like, the reactions, too, and he's like, oh, and the kid's like, ah! He's gonna get me, mommy. Yeah, he's freaking out. He's like, he's like, let me in, let me in. He's terrified that he's gonna fucking float away and die somewhere. He has no idea what's going on. He's freaking out. The kid is freaking out in the bathtub, screaming to his mom that he's gonna die. That stuff was slapsticky, naked gun to you. Yeah, I, I, I thought that. I always found that scene just to my. For me, it came off as serious, but just be, be, especially with the ending of it, where he he convinces him to let him in and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's some little humor to it, but like, I found that the Frog Brothers, I always like less is more. If you wanted to see more of the Frog Brothers, which I do too, I think that's good. I think you always want that that type of thing to be less is more. I like them. Maybe yeah, they're doing form. yeah, because I because I feel like the, I feel like there's an okay balance to this movie. The grandfather is funny. He has TV a TV guy, but no TV because he reads a TV guide and he's putting on Windex and going to see his girlfriends and he's got a collector's car that yeah. no one can get in but and he doesn't care when they drive away they and he's steal going it. all along there's vampires I like that guy I like that line when they he comes back and they all stop they've got the vampires in their arms and they all stop on the stairs and he's like um he talks about the wheel about when you take the car without asking you got to put gas in it yeah <laughs> uh, see all that stuff I, I found was le- like funny too but similar humor to the frog brothers are when they vet the vampire with the mirror and the garlic and the yeah. you must hate garlic and he's like no it's just too much garlic and I don't know I kind of liked all that stuff I mm. do too I just found it to be like a lighter element like those guys are like it's it's because they're kids and they're like kid vampires like <clears throat> vampire hunters like that concept is funny anyways but the fact that they're like the subject matter experts and they're kind of guiding you through what's happening in the world and you're learning as they're learning do you know what i mean like did you see the shot of their parents when they're against the uh, wall yeah did you did you see that <laughs> uh, you probably missed it it was so quick they're fucking like uh they're like long-haired catatonic. hippies with like round glasses and oh they look like they're sleeping yeah yeah no i've yeah i i always like that i little didn't know tiny. that was their parents though <laughs> yeah i know exactly like it's so quick I've just seen the movie so many times that, well, and it, it gives you the little nod of how they're able to just run free so much. Like <laughs> their, their parents, parents are, are just like, yeah, they're just like catatonic, <laughs> sleeping against the I wall. I just thought those were like regulars who no, just get high. No, they have like there. no, they have no parental guidance, and so they're just running around like doing shit. I, I do like the Frog Brothers, but I don't think they should ever oh. remake this movie. No, no, they shouldn't have made this movie in the first place. Oh, oh. I think we know what John's opinion might be on the hold up. Yeah, yeah. but let's uh, <laughs> have I been hiding it? But let's keep let's keep talking about it just quickly because so yeah. the end of the movie they uh, they get their gear together, yeah, um, and they get their holy water and their and their uh, garlic. Yep. 
and they got a they got the oh uh so you didn't know max was the vampire till the very very end uh, you thought he might be, but then you were dissuaded against that. Uh, no, I still suspected that he was. Oh, okay. So was, that wasn't a there surprise. There was enough time to you left the in end. the movie. I was like, who is who, like who else is the candidate to be the head vampire? And it's not going to be Kiefer. And what did you think of all of the vampire deaths? The- that was fine. The way Kiefer goes was actually cool. And what about the bathtub and then the yeah the dog feed? doing the thing to save the day? I didn't mind that. And um, the electric electrocution with the arrow. Death that was by- like. What was it? Death by stereo? Death by stereo. Yeah, that was fun too. That's why like, I liked those guys being the vampire hunters. Like, that was the only part of the movie that saved it for me. Yeah. I didn't need any of the other shit. Like, all, literally every time they were in that fucking basement room or talking or like just being these swap. Maybe I really hated these kind of people in the 80s, but I, was, I would have only been like 10. Um, John was like such a snob. So I didn't find 10. that there was a lot of waste. I found that this movie actually ticked along pretty well. It's and an it hour. All the information. It, it was an hour thirty-seven. It felt like fucking six hours to me, honestly. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, it was so. I was like, come on, like just fucking end. So, the one thing that did uh, off put me was that on his second date with this woman, he came over for dinner with her kids, met them, kissed her in front of them, talked to them about not wanting to be their father, like. That's all very soon. You just had a second date and not even a full one. I thought was, I thought it worked out because like he he was trying to give get let them off the hook because he knew that he was you Gonna know fucking kill them later. Yes, yeah, so he wanted to be a nice guy by but he was trying to overcompensate by being super nice. You know what I mean? Because he was a fucking vampire who wanted to fucking take them their family over. She was gonna give up her shit too. Well, the boys, that was very nice of her. She was going to give up her shit in what way? She like, he's like, it's so much better if you don't struggle. And then he's a vampire and Corey Haim's like, mommy, no. And she's like, no, dear, it's fine. And then like turns her neck. And just as he's about to bite, yeah, then shit gets real. What else would you do? I'd rather be a vampire than have my and, kid killed. And I do like the ending with the father where he comes in and he, he, and he sees them all and the chaos and he goes over to his fridge and he gets his root beer. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, one thing I couldn't stand about this place, all the goddamn vampires. And then the fridge closes, and then the light goes dark, and they're all standing in the dark, and it's like, boom, 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 You like that? Yeah, I always like that ending. Yeah. I still like that ending. No. Because the movie just ends. You have the climax, and then there's a joke, and it's fucking over. There's no aftermath. They cleaned up the house, but and the they've joke, rebuilt the it. The joke makes me shit. question everything that's happened in the movie. That fucking dad knew that there was vampires and still let his daughter come. And why does he still fucking live there? And is he a vampire hunter? Or no? No, he's not a vampire And he hunter. didn't care that his son, uh, his grandson was a half vampire? He seemed to know at the time? He didn't know that he was a half vampire, did he? I don't, he wasn't involved I don't know. There's so stuff. many. I know, but he knows there's vampires, so he's got to know about vampires. He, he had would, to have run well, into them before. I think he would know that there is, but it's one of those things where probably he lives there. He just abides by some rules. <laughs> Stays away from them, avoids them. He, he didn't talk about them to them. It's kind of like... But he hates them. Like, he's very familiar with them and the terror they put on his community. And he's like, I'll just live in peace with my daughter and grandson. What was he he supposed to do? Go... I don't... Go to the the authorities? Not live there? But that's not how people work. Like... When there's vampires in town? But some people don't want to live in places that they don't have the economic... Think about all the people that live in Chicago. Anybody who lives in a a shitty neighborhood can't just pick up and move. They're like, well, this is a shitty neighborhood. And even though I own this house and this property, I'm just going to move to another city. What an entitled opinion. 
John. Yeah, John. Oh, I'm so why. sorry. Just take I your millions of I dollars, have, Grandma. Live to live in a we, war zone. We don't all have a bunch of condos. We're not all slumlords. Yeah. Why don't those guys <laughs> that live in the that live in the conflict diamond zone just move? Why don't Why don't they just go away? <laughs> they don't from have there. to a dig up diamonds. Different. Little different. No, but I'm just saying. I, I get. I get the impression that from Edgar, from the Frog Brothers, and his father, that a lot. It's kind of an unspoken thing that everybody kind of knows there's vampires, but. But they're not going to go to the authorities because the authorities aren't going to do anything. So they kind of try and avoid it and like try and live peacefully amongst this fucked up element. Kind of like Brent was saying, like, where if you lived in Brazil and everybody was drug dealer gangsters, you're not going to like go out and kill them. And you're not going to go out and rally against them and hold up a sign and say, bad drug dealers, because you're going to get fucking shot. You just do your thing. You, you just hide you out up, in your house you go outside to work. the city. Yeah. You just go to bed at night and you fucking pray to God they don't come bite you. Yeah. Plus, you got old shit. shitty blood. So, like, who wants that? <laughs> no one's eating grandma's full of root beer Windex covered skin. They're not going to bite. They're going to bite him. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. John's like rationalization. Yeah, but this movie, no shit. this movie is just a. It's it's meant to blend that lightheartedness and horror. Like it was like it was like a teen flick, right? There was and a for sure. And if you think about it, like the way that I was watching this movie, because I, I hadn't watched it through the critical lens before, I'd always just watched it like because I loved it growing up, and I, you know, would watch it like nostalgic. And if it's on, I love vampire shit. But watching it critically, you're like, they show you the characters, they tell you who the characters are really quickly. There's not a lot of wasted time. They don't do a whole bunch of fucking stupid, fun and games that waste time in the movie. The movie's nice and short. It feels quick. I like the characters. Kiefer Sutherland is fucking excellent. I find him to be like a properly scary vampire guy. He's a dick. He's a fucking teenager vampire. Like that's exactly what you'd fucking be like if you were a dick teenage vampire. I, I will say John's point though is that none of the vampires in the Lost Boys group have, they have, you don't know anything about them. Zero personality. You don't know, you don't, you can't distinguish between any of them other than their appearance. So like if, well, Kiefer is, but is how distinguished. Do, but I, no, I, I, don't I don't think so. I don't know anything. Absolutely. He's I don't know. very clearly the leader. He's yeah. very clearly got... That's it, though. But yeah. He's got that dominant personality, and the rest of them play role-up. But why do you need to know them? I'm, I'm not saying you They're, do. They are, they are collectively the monster. Yes. And so if that's the case... So what do I need to know what, what Jaws' fucking hobbies are? Who I'm cares? I'm given too much screen time with them where no character development happens. And what I'm saying Why? is, what, you could, what screen time do you have with them that's not with Michael? Just they're, they're always they're seen like people. looming around. Like, so you know from the first scene that these are the bad kids in town. Yeah. And then you know that they're responsible for the first death. But then we have to have that more and more of them walking through the, the, the boardwalk. And then, yeah, then there's all the stuff with Michael. And then they're, they're like eerie and looming. And I don't know. I'm thinking of the scene. So the scene where they hang out with Michael in the beginning is all establishing that he drinks the blood. So that's Michael's stuff and that, that they trick him into drinking the blood and getting him to... Then you have them with the bridge showing him that he mm -hmm. is different now from the blood. Then you have them taking him to hunt. I feel like that's all Michael again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm it's, you don't see them walking down the boardwalk being dicks ever again after that first thing. I don't think so. I the think only other do. time you see him is when they kill the punks. Yeah, you but you don't even party. see them. You just see the punks and then they, they get killed. Their roof gets ripped off. I don't think you really see them alone other than the they're beginning. They're like riding their bikes down being dicks, I think, one time. But that's when Michael, that shows that they're not with Star. He gets with Star, fucks her. And then there's motorbikey Revy with the fucking Master Vampire. Oh, wow. Maybe it's enough. Maybe it's <laughs> enough from the 80s that, that to know that someone's cool, they have to be quiet and rude 
and good looking and that's it not that not that not that bill is good looking guy he's a little guy but anyway that, that was enough to, to be like because like and, and michael has like zero zero personal redeeming characteristics too and then he's a dick to his mom well he totally has redeeming he's like loves his family and stuff like he's obviously like you could see that he's he seems to me to be like a good brother and a good guy and he doesn't like what's happening to him either but he exists like he's not like one of these bad dick kids but he's kind of like the redemption quality out of all of them. He puts up, mm. he, I feel like he puts up a facade of being tougher and cooler than yeah. he is, but he actually does love his mom and his brother. Yeah, and he's he, a good he kid. is a nice guy, but he wants to be more of a dick or he, he's trying to, he's trying to push his family away to kind of, well, he's a vampire. So no, I mean, before he's a vampire, I'm saying, oh, I got you. cause he's kind of like a dick to his grandpa when they first get there. And, he's an angsty teenager. Yeah. He's supposed older, to be like, 16 no, 18 right i'm saying this was good i feel like his, his i do like his character and i like cory feldman's our cory hames character too. i like both of the corys yeah and i do like the do mom. like the accent that cory feldman is doing the deep voice very serious i don't know if i know yeah he does do that oh, yeah. he, ta he talks uh he talks uh, in a voice like this the whole movie does yeah. it yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah no 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 i yeah uh, yeah i don't fucking hate it uh, who cares <laughs> <laughs> I think we know how this is shaping up. So why don't we let John trash the movie a little bit and then we'll talk about it. Go ahead, Johnny. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> give it to us. Give it to I us. look at a movie like this. I want it. That <laughs> that looks as bad as this does in many ways. I don't, unlike you guys, like the directing. All that overhead stuff is shaky and nauseating and overused. Um, even if you're doing the vampires flying, like that should have been the only time it was used, not to have big... The same flyover scene of the boardwalk like three or four times was really kind of put me off. Um, and I, I don't have any emotional attachment to this movie from when I was young. So um, this feels it's like... clear a, you don't have any now either. No, and I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, I mean, this seemed... You, if you told me this was like a low-budget first-time director with unknowns doing a, doing a vampire movie, but this is like Richard Donner and Joel Schumacher doing this stuff. The donglinger. Yeah. Um, and it just, it should have been, it should have been better. And, you know, I, I am all for if you find something good in a movie, then give me not enough of it. But I honestly think in this case, this movie should have been about the younger kids discovering this vampire thing and dealing with it. And then the older kids, then they could have been less on screen time, more I would have been accepting that they're not only angsty teens, but angsty teen vampires. And they have nothing interesting to say in their flat tones and just be with us, be one of us. They be, made that movie. It's called it. Monster Squad and Wolfman's Got Nards. Fucking, yeah, I know. We could do that one too because I have fond memories of that one. But Let's I'm see. sure it's trash. But Michael, yeah. so Michael knows he's a vampire. His brother lets him in the window of the bathroom and then he's like, I'm going to go deal with this. And all he does is go bang that chick. And then falls asleep. Everyone would do that. <laughs> then though. falls asleep mm -hmm. with her, even though he knows that her true boyfriend is going to be back in he's a couple of minutes. Just tired from coming. Yeah, and that's how we, <laughs> that's how we dealt with that situation. So then he goes home, and his brother is understandably. I pissed. just found out the other day that you get four times the uh, whatever that sleep thing is that's released when you when you ejaculate. That four times when you're with a girl. So like, it's not like he jerked off and like fucking going to work. He's like he's spent he's spent man and he's vampire like he's dealing with a lot and yeah. I, I i i honestly believe that if i was a vampire and i went to go talk to the hot chick and she threw herself at me i probably sleep with her a hundred percent if I don't you guys say that you wouldn't you're <laughs> fucking lying yeah he's right she's great looking you would definitely take your life in your own hands to, to <laughs> for a shot at if it. she's throwing herself at you john come on 
John, absolutely you yeah, would. Yeah, you it's you. just the whole... <laughs> Stop lying to yourself Don't lie to and us, everyone John. else. And the missing kid. And then that they walk around Belgium town with the missing kid and no one honesty. knows there's a missing kid. Okay, that was a valid point. I don't know how they're walking around with the kid on the milk carton and no one's going, hey, wait a sec, that kid looks familiar with those guys, the yeah. vampire guys. Yeah. That's Probably because they're weird. like, oh, it's all like, don't it, say anything. Those guys are vampires. It's like that. So, you know, I, I, I just wish it had been different. I have the, the benefit of hindsight on this one. And um, yeah, it's dog shit. Doesn't hold up. Okay, so Next. this is really mm. this is really interesting to me because uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Just now, because Michael. Di- we did this with Die Hard Michael. with a person who hadn't Michael. hadn't watched Die Hard before. Be one of us, Colin Michael. And they saw things about Die Hard that I didn't see. Show me your placid beams. And it was not good things. I know, but at the end of the day, though, here's the thing: is there's so many movies. I can't do this with Brent fucking the mic. <laughs> uh, there's so many, there's so many things. It's so frustrating to me thinking of listening to John because, <laughs> uh, it, no, it's frustrating because I feel like I, I've watched a lot of movies that we talk about that I, I used to love and didn't, and didn't like them anymore. And they did not hold up. Yeah. And some of them you guys disagreed with like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a huge list of movies that I, I, I used to love and, and don't like anymore. But for some reason, this this movie never, the things, I didn't even really see any speed bumps. I got to be honest with you. I felt like this was a smooth ride for me. I'm not saying anything that John said was, was incorrect, but I never felt the negativity towards this movie are spotted things that I never saw before that really bothered me or felt stupid or was bad writing. Be true to yourself. I just kind of just <laughs> felt like it, it just kind of, it was like a smooth ride for me, this one, strangely. And I was watching it to be critical. And hmm. That's never, that's ve- never really happened to me. So I can't really say this doesn't hold up because on my viewing, I, I felt fine with it. Like I, I, I still, I didn't. I didn't see anything. I'm, you knew. I, feel, I think it's I feel like I got you, the blinders on on this one, but you knew what to expect. It's like slipping into a warm bath, right? Like you're like, ah. But other movies that I saw a million times, I didn't feel that way. Like Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Like, like Dumb and Forrest Dumber. Gump. Was, you want like that movie is is critically fucking loved, loved and loved yeah. by people in general, and you watch that and you did called not it like dangerous. It. It yeah, was, I so, did feel it was dangerous. So I, I think I think <laughs> saying I think that you can't watch with a critical lens because it's. Yeah, yeah I think that's not not totally no. Totally I, that's true what I here. mean. It's, I'm, that's why I'm feeling so conflicted because I I 100% think this holds up, and I, I, there wasn't there wasn't any. Didn't really feel like there's any speed bumps to me watching it today, and it had been a few years since I'd seen it, at least four or five. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite surprised that um, to hear John's reaction to it as a first time viewer, and um, once again, I'm not saying anything that he's saying there, that there isn't the problems he's pointing out. But yeah. on my viewing, I didn't see them. So I would say it holds up. Mm. Interesting. Um, this movie I never flip-flopped with. But I knew where Colin was with it the other day when he said, I can't wait to talk about this movie, but don't talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that means you like it. I was just on the fence. But I, the I same thing with Pretty Woman, where you're like, I can't wait to hear what you guys say about this movie. But, but let's not talk about it. And then everyone <laughs> fucking gushed over Pretty Woman. This this movie for me, I am surprised to hear John's review because I actually, the same as you, Colin, I felt like it was a pretty smooth ride. I didn't feel like there was wasted time. I felt like you get to learn everybody nicely. I felt like the levity is nice and appropriate. I felt like the the scares are, like, it's not, like, scary, but there there is, um, is, there is a darkness and a foreboding talk. and all that stuff is good. 
Um, I like the characters. Even the master vampire is kind of Magoo. And like I like that he's like a Magoo <laughs> so head I, vampire. Yeah, he's not like cool. Yeah, he's not he's cool not at cool. all. He's a f- but a bit of a fucking nerd. He's a dorky. He looks like the guy that owns the hardware store. He's like kind of a fucking... And he owns a the video store and he wears a weird the weird kind of bright shirts and stuff. Yeah, with yeah. a suit a jacket. And he's he like a total geek. He does not dress like a vampire. I feel like that was kind of smart in the casting. They didn't cast somebody who's suave and good looking. No. No, I like that stuff. And yeah. I like I I like the mom cuz she's like endearing and she's kind of aloof and fucking I seems just love stupid that actress and too. and she's an amazing actress. I like the Corys. I think they're I fucking like the Corys though and everything. Like I think that they're pretty I, I just have fond memories of them growing up I'll and I to tend say, to like them as people in yeah. in their characters. Um Jason Patrick I think is good. John's looking at me like he's fucking never going to be my friend again. But I do. I, I fucking love this movie. And it's not just nostalgic. I like it. Because there's other movies that are nostalgic for me that I would watch again, but I don't think are good movies. Hmm. This movie's not one of them. I feel like this is a good movie. I feel like this movie um, is one of the ones that like kind of set the... I don't know. It like set up this teen genre in a time when there wasn't a lot of that. And I, I feel like it was great. I, like It's a good movie. It I, fucking holds up. I would say that the... This is the only real movie I like the Corys in. I don't really like the Corys, so I'm not even a Corys. You don't Corey. like the Cory in the Burbs? No. Well, he's okay in that, but I'm just saying that like the two of them together in other movies, this would be the only one that I felt was anywhere close to being decent. I have fond memories of the Corys. They made Rip some one Corey. bad movies. Is Corey One dead? of the Corys is dead. Really? Corey Haim's Feldman, dead. Feldman, I believe. Is no. it Haim? Yeah, oh, Feldman's fuck. still or Haim alive. Is the one that, Haim is the one that had the drug problems and all that shit. Yeah, no. yeah, he, yeah. Feldman had two. Cause, um, they both did. When but he was hired to work on this movie, he went through like a couple of days of shooting. I think this movie was shot in like three days. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was really short shooting schedule. Um, but he was fired. Um, Schumacher fired him for being like drug hungover. He was always like tired and falling asleep and couldn't no do shit. a shit. And he's like, you're fucking fired. And then he came back the next day. Corey Feldman did and apologized and said, "I'll be fucking on on my, on the ball for the rest of the two day shoot," and uh, he was. From and my, I know the, the history of the Haim and Feldman. Both of them were into drugs a lot, and uh, they were both they, they were like rock stars they, in the eighties. They were also both molested by um by people in the industry as well. That's like what, yeah, that's the rumor. And this, that this was, was why first, they got into drugs. This is their first movie together. Yeah, and uh, and it? and that is why, and Cor- Corey Haim just could never quite get his shit together after the the, the trauma that they experienced. Yeah, and I mean, that's Fe- a tragic got, story. Feldman got married and and got he cleaned his up. Life around, yeah, yeah, but Haim just couldn't. He just had. He just, there was an old TV show about it. Haim came to live with Feldman and his wife. Yeah, there are two Corys or whatever. I think it was an mm. Annie documentary yeah. show. Mm. That was not included in my fond memories. That oh, no, right. that was not. But anyway, I, I'm, I am also really surprised that John's hate on. I actually was kind of excited that he'd never seen this. And Me then he too. So was I. I was jacked. I knew that people love this movie. They love do. It. I think it's because you hate vampires. I don't you probably necessarily hate vampires. I do, do you kind of love horror movies. <laughs> I don't. I see because I didn't grow up with horror movies as a staple. Um, I, it, it's taken me a long time to get an appreciation for them. And um, th- like I know people love them and, and I just see such a variety. Like there's the, the thrillers and then the gore fests and then the spooky, uh, all that kind of stuff. And typically those movies just let me down because I guess I, I started to watch them too late in life and, and can't really see the allure most of the time. And I do, I love a good thriller, like something that, that has like serious overtones, like Silence of the Lambs or something like that. If you call that a horror, I don't know. Maybe that's more of a thriller. 
Um, and I'm trying to think if there are any vampire movies I actually do like. You like the last 15 minutes of this movie, though? Did you feel like... You it was fine. I thought when they were doing them all away, the stereo kill and all that stuff was absolutely finely done. It's, it's all of the exposition and quote-unquote character building that I just... I, I wanted... I saw so many other possibilities of okay, how this could go. That's like, interesting. Even from that. what Brent was saying early on, if Michael had ended up being a vampire the whole time and he like takes out the new master vampire and he becomes the new vampire but still loves his family... I would have been like, that's more interesting than, than what's happening oh, here. Oh, that to me sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But like I did grow up with horror movies and I fucking love that yeah. stuff. And there is like a million different genres within horror. Because you, you have all those like stupid slashers, which are never going to be a good movie if you look at them under that lens. But yes. they have different things that they offer. I take back my suggestion for you to watch Ash Evil Dead, um, knowing all this stuff now. See, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, I, I laugh my ass off. The first Evil Dead, Those not so much because it didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, well, I was thought trying they, to be a horror movie. Yeah, and yeah. I thought they pivoted brilliantly with the second one and everyone after that to make them more campy and funny. Raimi was genius and to run never, with that. it never strays from that. Like, yeah. Army of Darkness never strays while still... I mean, Army of Darkness is pretty much a straight-up comedy just that happens to have it's stuff like that in it. It's naked gun with that setting, yeah. yeah. I would yeah. say, though, I never, ever... I'm not a huge fan of horror movies, and, and I guess I never really considered this a horror movie, but now I, I'm having a hard time categorizing what it is, so yeah. I don't even know. I think it exists in the horror genre. I think I so too yeah like, now that you said you guys have said these things i think you're right it is it's like it's dark horror, it's horror it's comedy i scary. guess yeah it teen is kind horror of like, comedy that's exactly what it is but it was so it should have been more on the comedy side for me that's that would have made this actually hold up i can understand that to me it's the right amount i, I felt yeah. like it was a healthy balance for me too yeah, yeah. even watching it today I, and i really do like the ending because i i love when movies end on the climax and the climax is is the kill of the bad vampire, the master vampire. And Looking then at you, it too. And then this movie, yeah. And then this movie ends 30 seconds about after that main vampire dies. 30 seconds. Yeah, that part, absolutely brilliant. And, and it ends on a funny thing, except for the grandpa drives through the fucking house and like has no idea in the situation what's inside. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, when I can't believe that's no one mentioned decision. that. Yeah. But that's That's another thing true. that adds to the end and him being like, ah, the vampires and I've spent a long career hunting them and I just didn't. I, like, I really get the sense that the grandpa knew what was going on. In the house. Did he not have any fucking concern for his grandkids to tell them as soon as they move in, yes, it is the murder capital, and that's because vampires. So no one is to be going down oh, to the boardwalk because everyone will have night. a super realistic... Uh to that he'd be like there's vampires here they'd be like grandpa's fucking high as He's shit crazy again <laughs> yeah well but then Corey Haim would have like that resonates with what the comic book kids uh were telling me they jump on him real hard uh, it's all little things that should have been examined a little bit more to make it a bit more believable i hate Haim's clothes i'll give you that yeah 80s super shitty did a anyone else notice clothes. like a lot of the hairstyles and clothes from the 80s like i know that was a, a specific swath leaning more towards the punky whatever Gothy side shit, but yeah. we're seeing more of that in today oh yeah, yeah it's coming, back, coming yeah. back even though shitty fucking jackets are coming back now and tie-dye, I saw a fucking tie-dye fall fashion. I mean, I know, hair I know the whipped jeans has been back for a while, but I'm seeing more and more of it, like, and they're just being whipped in very specific locations. So, like, all the way down the whole leg, there's whips instead of, like, just the knees now. Or yeah. There's whips in the backs of the jeans now and the ass. There's, like, the whole whipped jeans thing is very diverse. When it's I was great. younger, it was, only, really great. It, it was only in the knees. 
Yeah. And now it's just yeah, like, now played. it's more whole than jeans. Yeah, it's But whole. they didn't sell holy jeans when we were young. They were holy yeah, because we did them. No, right? no. I'm pretty sure I no, bought ripped jeans. Not, they started out where people would cut them. Asinine. Then the companies got smart and started selling. So, I think it would have been 90s so before I got, they were selling holy jeans. So I got I got pre-ripped jeans. I yeah. never cut my jeans. I was always I was a year not behind ambitious. on fashion. I was never There's that no ambitious. no way my fucking mom would have ever bought me pre-ripped jeans. I know. I Zero chance. I got them though. And then she wouldn't have been pissed when you cut them yourself. I never cut them myself. I wore through them. I was a fucking rough kid. You wow. know how much knee, knee just I, I, I believe that. Spent a lot of time on my knees as a kid, boys. Uh-oh. <laughs> Skateboarding, though. Just like the two While cor- sucking dicks. Just like the two Skateboarding Corys. Skateboarding and dicks. Just like my two, two cor- favorites. Just like, just like- Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why I empathize with them so much. Oh, maybe. Uh, all right, like so two, uh, two, two averages and one not hold up. So this movie's dog take shit. Take it easy. Take uh, it easy. Uh, Don't downplay kidding. our votes. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, I think I think what what people can learn from this today is that if you've seen this movie and have some fond memories, you will relive those fond memories in it. And if likely you've never seen it and you're giving it a first shot, I actually need to hear from you. Uh, Podcast at gmail dot gmail.com. Please let me know your thoughts. I would love because I want to see if I'm the only person watching it. I want to know that too. Cold. Yeah, but I think. John just put that lens. He just applied that lens to us saying that we like it because it's nostalgic instead of us looking at it. You, you, you then take away our ability to critically review a movie. Uh, I did. That wasn't my intention. That wasn't my intention. I don't think he's doing that. Well, he said, he said, if you, if it's nostalgic, it'll hold up. If it's not, and it's your first time watching it, then it won't. Well, no, he asked to hear what those people thought. So he wants to know if it's just him. That, that's, yeah. Which I think but is, I would like fair. to know that too. Yeah. I'd like to know that So too. I want to know, it, it, are these guys being more, more, more positive towards it because they have the fond memories and they're seeing it in positive ways? Or, or yeah. is it coming in cold? The critical review would be that it's garbage. Schumacher, come defend this shit. Yes, Joel Schumacher. What were you thinking? No, I will say that like you're you rich thinking. and you're richer than me. I would say that um, Pete... I always, I'm not a huge fan of Schumacher and uh, especially his whole Batman takes like really ruined him for me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Joel Schumacher directed Falling Down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So kudos because that's a fucking great movie and we should review that movie. We should. should There's a Michael Douglas movie worth reviewing. No preconceived notions here. Falling Down. (laughs) Falling Down. Well this movie fell down for me but these guys like it so um interesting i, I really want to hear from uh, uh from crowds on this so instagram or on our gmail let us know and we'll uh, we'll read your shit on air and uh we'll wear out your jeans um by kneeling too much or the dick stuff dick stuff yeah that was a bad dick joke over the pants stuff all right uh lost boys get lost <laughs> Hey, be Michael. with us. Be one of us, Michael. Be All a right. vampire. Have a good day. Later, everybody. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.